Hello and welcome to FEC Talk. This is Tim with FECTalk.com. And this is the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the exciting world of family entertainment. Join us as we explore the latest trends and innovations in redemption games, merchandisers, laser tag, bowling, virtual reality, and other attractions. We take a deep dive into the world of family entertainment centers, bowling alleys, skate rinks, water parks, and other venues, providing expert insights into the industry news, interviews with professionals, and in-depth reviews of the latest products. Whether you're an operator looking for the next great piece to put on the streets in your bars and pizzerias, or if you're a FEC owner looking for the greatest redemption games, FEC Talk is your go-to resource for everything related to the amusement and entertainment industry. So let's get started and explore the exciting world of family entertainment. the reality of virtual reality. Virtual reality has taken our industry by storm and there are so many different virtual reality offerings and they're all cool. I mean, they're, it's very interesting. Most of them are the, the big shoot 'em up games, but there's esports as well and puzzles, escape room type virtual reality. A lot of choices but what ones do we want in our fun centers what ones do we want to put in a mall location what ones do we want to operate well my suggestion is none of the above and it is in our industry all about the experience right but the experience for VR it doesn't have a good return it doesn't have a good return for you and it doesn't have a good return for your customer there's so much that's even though it's so cool there's so much about it that isn't the reality of it is People want to spend their entertainment dollars elsewhere. The reality of it is, is it's a niche market. The reality of it is, is it, it's not really an experience that can be shared by the family. The reality of it is, is there's no real repeat return value for the customer. The reality of it is, many people aren't really that interested in the physical aspect of it. It's not what your average customer wants. They just don't want to put in that much effort. The reality of it is, is I've been seeing Holligate Vive Pro 2s that are 100k plus selling for 35k. 
two VR boxes that are normally 35k selling for 15k that were test units. Well, they must not have tested well. The reality is, is there's a lot of denial out there. There's influencers that get paid a lot of money to try to influence you to buy these things. But you should always do your due diligence and buyer beware. If there's one that you think that's just so cool that your FEC or location needs to have it, well, go visit locations that do have it. If you could find any. And if you do, see what the owners think. Stay there for a few hours and watch and see how many people play it and ask, ask them, hey, what did you think of this experience? Now, a lot of them are going to be positive because they don't really want to think that they spent their money <laughs> needlessly or for nothing. But ask them, it's like, well, be honest with me. Is this something you feel like you'd want to come and do again? And maybe they would. Maybe you found that one VR that's like super cool and is going to make a lot of money in your facility. I don't know. And this is all my opinion. But what I do know is on the home market side, Facebook bought the Oculus in 2014 because they thought it was the cat's meow and it was going places. And for a couple years it was. Microsoft in 2017 bought Altspace VR. But you know what happened? In 2019, Facebook invested even more for VR Social, The Horizon, and then Meta in 2021. Well, Microsoft ended their endeavors in early 2023, and Facebook quietly let Meta die. And VR headsets? Sales are plummeting, despite the price drops. And that's the home market. If they don't even want to do it at home, what do you think they do? You think they're going to want to pay to do it in your facility? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think the reality of it is we, as the owners of companies, think it looks so cool that everybody should be, you know, wanting to play it. But it's not the case. They're not targeted for a want. They don't give a need that's unique. VR's cool, but so was beta, so were beta cassettes, real to real, and Atari 2600s. And the reality of it is, the headsets are clunky and cumbersome and fragile. The cables constantly break the headsets get dropped you know there's no customer that's going to respect your equipment no matter what it is and this is expensive equipment for us right now and frankly the reality of it is there's a lot of customers out there that don't want to put the headset on their head because so many other people have had it because we had something 
couple years back called a pandemic. And if you thought we had germaphobes before the pandemic, well, after the pandemic, it exasperated. So we got a lot of people that they don't want to touch that. Just for my games in my FEC, I've had to have for two years a symphony of sanitation. Not because the games needed to be sanitized, because they didn't, because the stuff works for hours and hours. But the guest perception, they had to see somebody cleaning and sanitizing those games. Now, I suppose you could do that to the headsets over and over again, but that's going to be pretty labor-intensive, too. Adding another cost to your VR that's not giving you a great ROI in the first place. Another reality of VR is it leads to fatigue and disorientation. I don't know. There's just a lot of red flags when it comes to virtual reality. Now, what I'd like to talk about in a future podcast that I think is something that will do really well for our industry. Well, that's going to be augmented reality. And there's a huge difference between augmented reality and virtual reality. So watch for that in a future podcast. Now, I don't have any skin in this game. I would love another way to make more money, but the harsh reality is that virtual reality isn't where the proponents of it wish it was. Even though they vehemently deny it, the stuff just pound for pound isn't anywhere near a merchandiser and it's light years behind a redemption game. So, if I was going to take the space to put like a big arena for VR, I would do laser tag instead. I would look at good reputable companies that have been doing it for years, like Cyber Strike and Laser Blast, Laser Force. There's so many of them that they've been doing it for years it is a mainstay and it's gonna be a lot more affordable and a lot more returning on your investment or you know if i didn't want to have laser tag i would put more games in the space Or if I was gung-ho on virtual reality, I would do one of the cool little virtual realities that I know are much better than these fringe ones. And that would be LAI's Virtual Rabbids, Raw Thrill's King Kong of Skull Island, Triotech Storm or Triotech Cube, There's the Relics Coaster, the SpongeBob Relics Coaster that's offered by Animiro as well. There's a lot of very cool rides that are virtual reality that I think would be a better investment for your money. Now, you could see the trend that's going with virtual reality. A lot of them 
want to constantly get you paying like a monthly fee. A monthly fee to, for what? Let me buy the machine and let it give me a ROI or fail. That's what it's all about. Now, I, the monthly fees are crazy. And that's just giving a residual to salesmen and influencers. So, I would, in my humble opinion, I would stray away from that. Personally, I would run away from that. So, like I said, do your due diligence. Go find the place that has what you're looking at. What, what everybody's telling you is the cat's meow. And research it. Make sure that it's going to be worth your dollars because it's ultimately your fun center your decision and while you should be creating enjoyable experiences they got to give you a return on your investment and that's what it's all about i am not the enemy of virtual reality like i said i wish it was super awesome and another venue that i could make money with because the more opportunities that I could offer my guests that could make me money in return, the better. But the reality of virtual reality is that's not the case. And I know that there's going to be people that are angry with this outlook, but I am sorry. We just, we got to face the truth. And to me, that's the truth. Your truth may be different. Well, this is Tim. Out. Thank you so much for tuning in to FEC Talk. I really hope you enjoyed our exploration into the exciting world of the amusement and entertainment industry. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay up to date on the latest news and innovations in the family entertainment industry. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you want to share something with the industry that we just got to know about, or you have a new product, new machine, new game, I'd love to hear all about it, and so would the listeners. Contact me at tim at fectalk.com, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook at FEC Operators or Amusement Operators. And then, until next time... Keep having fun and creating enjoyable experiences for your guests and your co-workers. This is Tim with FECTalk.com signing out.